Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's make the best of it. Welcome to episode 19 of Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called A Job for Life. So here we are at or approaching the traditional retirement age and a lot of us find ourselves not quite in the position we expected to be. Not enough money or we're looking for another challenge. Either way, don't despair because I bet, like me, you can't help but have noticed that the world has changed and we can take advantage of the new opportunities. We don't have to continue living with the ideals we were brought up with. You know, nine to five, job for life, retire at 60. Because the working world has changed and we were expected to just suck it up. So now let's use it to our advantage. My guest today is a career coach. No, we didn't have those, did we? We had career advisors who advised us to follow a career in what they thought we'd be good at. They didn't even know us, but I bet a lot of us took their advice just the same. We're going to hear how a career coach can guide us at any age to take advantage of our own unique talents. We'll hear from my guest Chris Cooper in just a moment. First of all, a life hack. first of this week's handy life hacks. Remember when we used to soak old pennies in a saucer of cola to bring them up all shiny and sparkly? Well apparently you can use the same technique to clean up rusty items like spanners, scissors, screws, anything. Just soak them in a bath of cola and Bob's your uncle. My guest this afternoon is Chris Cooper, who is a colleague of mine. We're both from the northwest of England, and Chris is a career coach. Now, Chris, for my age, 50, well, getting on for 60, let's not beat about the bush. Um, when we entered the working world, it was with the idea that we would have a job for life. You work 40 hours a week for 40 years and retire on around 40% of what you probably couldn't afford to live on in the first place. So this idea of needing a career coach is perhaps new to my age, but we all know now jobs don't last forever. And I think it's quite encouraging to know that you can get guidance that moves you from one career to another. But because it is sort of probably a, a new job title for my age and, and a lot of people listening to this podcast. What does a career coach do and how did you end up as one? That's a, should, I got told off for saying end up as one by another by a guest a couple of weeks ago. Not was, end up as one. How did Sissons. you become one? It was Chris Sissons. <laughs> you heard it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
how did you become a career coach? Yeah, well, well, for me, Marsha, it was it was a culmination of having had multiple different careers myself. So straight out of university, I, I really didn't know what to do at the time, and I, and I went into the airlines and, and I worked for, for Virgin Atlantic for five years as cabin crew. Right. Yeah. which was great fun, brilliant way to see the world without having to, to, have, uh, to do it with a backpack, doing it with, with you know, four-star, five-star hotels. It was, it was sure, really yeah. yeah. But I always knew that I wanted to do something different. So after five years there, I then went back to uni and uh, I did a master's degree in real estate and became a chartered surveyor. Oh, wow. Which, which was fun at the time, but, uh, but it mm. also coincided with the, with the global market crash in 2008. And it wasn't right. such a great industry to be in right then. And then what I realized is that I really love sport and sport was becoming a massive part of my life. And so I moved into working in sport and I managed a program that took uh, temporary swimming pools to kids around the UK to teach them how to swim in deprived areas. Yeah. So we have a pool, teach a thousand kids to swim and then move it on to the next place. Um, and then following on from that, I worked my way up within that company to, to be an operations director. And so I had a great time moving through all these different careers. But then I was experiencing burnout. And that last career that I had there, that, that, that I was talking about as an operations director, that came to an end. Uh, and I was at a point of not really being sure what I wanted to do next. And, and that's when I first discovered that such a thing as a career coach existed. Oh, right. I, so you had one. You, you yeah, were called. Oh, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So, so that really helped me to be able to move forward and decide what I wanted to do next. Because at that point, I was feeling at a real crossroads because I knew that the, the, the exact job that I probably wanted to do didn't really exist because of because of, of my specific interests and I wasn't quite sure what to do next. Um, so it really helped me to explore things in a lot more detail. So in terms of the work that I do with clients, sometimes I'll, I'll work with people who are at a similar cross, crossroads, maybe in a particular job that they've decided they really don't like, they or maybe even stronger than that, maybe they hate it and feel like they need to do something different, but they're really not sure what the right thing is for them. So I, I help them work out what it is that they, that they actually want to do next and put in place a plan to be able to get there. Or the other way that I help people is sometimes they might have moved into, got a promotion or moved into a different role, but maybe they're having issues with, say, confidence. Uh, maybe it could be around, say, for example, giving presentations or how to work as a manager, uh, different skills that they, they want to be able to develop to be able to move forwards within their career. So those are the two main areas that I work on as a careers coach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. One that you had so many different careers, they didn't mm -hmm. sort of lead on, but you were able to navigate your way around and, and realise before you got too stuck that this isn't really for me, I'm going to move on. Because what struck me about what you were saying, how people get stuck in a job they hate, that is so true of people my age because yeah. you did what was expected of you and you meet so many people who say yeah I did that a degree in whatever because my dad made me or I went into such a career because well my dad did it my granddad did it my uncle John did it it's what was expected and it's it's refreshing really to know that you don't have to stick with what's expected you, that, that you you are free to change and if you don't know where you're going there are people like yourself who can point you in the right direction one thing that I, I was interested in as well that I know about you 
is that you don't just coach one-to-one sort of in person you do have clients all around the world don't you that's right yeah yeah and that's that's one of the great things about how we can work nowadays and, and in fact it's the case with, with with a lot of coaches now mm-hmm. is that a lot of coaching takes place either doing a, a zoom course or a video call or, or by telephone so that means that you, you can work with people anywhere in the world so i've got quite a number of clients in, in north america a couple of people in europe uh, one person over in australia right. um, so what the most important thing is when you when you find a coach is that it's the right coach for them yeah rather than yeah being, you know, trying to find somewhere someone geographically near to where mm-hmm. you are so it yeah. opens up a lot more opportunities yeah. both as a person looking for a coach but yeah. also yeah. for me as a coach in terms of what I do it means that my market is essentially the world rather than just uh, Manchester or Greater Manchester yeah. where I live. Exactly and it's, it's just opens up so many opportunities whether you're a coach or not whether you're in any kind of business you can have clients all around the world can't you and yeah. work at any time of the day that suits you because it's it's 24 7 it's going to be daytime somewhere isn't it you know you're going to be able to talk to people it's just so different now this is one of the things that i hope listeners to this podcast take away that you can use the internet like we're doing and like you do in your business to get clients who are a good match for you yeah Um, is, is there, yeah exactly and, and there's, there's a couple of things there from what you were saying so around people feeling like, like, like they get stuck in their careers it's a, it's a really common thing that people people get to feeling that that way and that the longer that you've been in a career sometimes it can feel much harder to then move on and do something else and one thing that I recognized with myself is I, I, I found it relatively um, straightforward you know, there were things I had to do to, to be able to move from one thing to the next but I didn't have any fear around that. I was quite happy mm. doing that. But not everybody feels like that. And yeah, sometimes it's yeah. overcoming certain barriers. And, and that's what I, what I help people with to be able to do that. Mm. But if you're really doing something that, that, you, that you hate, and if you've been doing it 10, 20 years, or even longer than that, you don't have to, to, to stay with it. You can move on and, and do something different. And that's what I always like to, to tell people, because the, you've got skills that you might not even be aware of yet, which are going to be really valuable doing something else and something that really aligns with the person who you are and all of the things that you want from life. So when I'm working with clients, we don't just talk about our, about career. We talk about all of the other things that they want to achieve in life as well. And it's about matching up that up with a career that's going to enable them to get to that point. Right. And sometimes it can be something similar to what they do. Something that it, sometimes it can be something completely different. And as you say, with with so much technology that there is available, it does open up opportunities. So so people can do things quite wildly different. Things that yeah. you know yeah. would never have thought of before. There's there's just so many more opportunities yeah. now. Yeah, and you think, oh well. I don't know anything. I'm not an expert in anything. But if you've got to 50 years of age or more, you have got a lot of experience and there is someone in the world who wants to know what you already know. Definitely. Yeah. And like you say, you need someone like you to pull it out of them and point them in the right direction. Yeah. You know, we're all so much better at uh, looking at what other people can do rather than w- what we can do ourselves yeah yeah really only when you can recognize that that you, that you start to to, to realize oh yeah I, I could i could add value to this in, in in a different way i could i could certainly work in this area i can see what i have to offer in yeah. in, in, in a different career 
uh, and I don't have to be stuck doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. And another thing that Chris and I have in common is that anyone who listens regularly to this podcast will be fed up to the back teeth of hearing that I went to Las Vegas to speak at a conference. (laughs) (laughs) But I do know that Chris is in that gang. You spoke at a conference in New York. And even better than that, you've been invited to be more involved with it next year, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. Tell us about that. Yeah, so at the at the end of last year, I got invited to, to speak at the International Gay Coaches Conference, which takes place every year in upstate New York. So mm-hmm. that was really exciting for me because uh, one thing that I wanted to develop in addition to working as a coach is actually being able to develop my skills as a speaker so I can mm-hmm. actually uh, stand up on stage and talk about the things that really are important to me and the ways in which I can help people mm-hmm. um, and it was a great opportunity to, to go out there and, and uh, deliver a presentation around uh, how to get your message across and communicate much more confidently about the work that you do so uh, yeah it was an amazing experience really really supportive uh, really great bunch of guys at the conference uh, and on the last day um, I got invited to be uh, a co-chair of the organizing committee for the 2020 conference wow so uh, I'm now yeah. really busy doing that yeah. on top of everything else that I'm doing yeah. but uh, it's, it's, it's great fun to be able to, yeah. to do that and also to be able to, to give back to, to an event that gave me so much uh, earlier on this year mm-hmm. yeah it just shows you've just got to put yourself out there if an opportunity comes up take it because you don't know where it's going to lead you do you Exactly. You know, yeah. if you wind back the clock a, a year, 18 months, I would not have expected to have been on that stage delivering that presentation. No. I, I started to put my energy in that direction because I decided that this is something that I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. The of doing that, the opportunity came up. And when these opportunities come up, you've just got to grab them and run with yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Worry about it later. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Wing it. <laughs> is the LGBT community a community that you specialize in with regard to coaching or was it just that you were invited to speak at that conference so it's a it's a, a little bit of both really i suppose with that one so as a member of the lgbt community i probably through the through the messages that i put out there on social media and the, the blogs that i write and other articles um that probably gets found out more by people from the lgbt community so yeah. probably have um, a higher than average proportion of clients from that community, but it, it's not necessarily an area that I, I specialise 100% in. Right, yeah, with, yeah. With, uh, people from all different um, areas, but it's it is great to be able to 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 work with LGBT clients because, in particular, there are more barriers that people uh, do face. Um, so, and having an understanding of that 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 gives people um, it gives people confidence that I'm going to be able yeah, to help them yeah. in this area. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, because there, there are a lot of perceived barriers or, or actual barriers to different working situations, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there was a piece of work that came out earlier on this year from the Prince's Trust that talked about um, LGBT people and mental health in relation to the workplace. Uh, shows how people can be feel that they can be present and, and show up as who they are whilst mm. they are at work and even though sometimes we feel like we've come a long way and we certainly have in the last uh, 10 years in particular there, there, there's still a lot of inequality that goes on so being able to, to, to help people to overcome some of those barriers so they can feel more confident to be the person that they are and also to be able to 
be use that person to uh, be being their self to to their advantage yeah uh, to move yeah. forward with their career is something that i really enjoy doing yeah because why sh why should it be a factor in how well you do your job it's nothing to do with it is it but people carry prejudices yeah. and old ideas yeah and yeah. you know the whole and, and diversity is, is a is an area that i'm really passionate about and it's and it's people from uh all sorts of different areas so you know I, I, when people think about diversity and equality sometimes the danger is that it's about treating everybody the same well it's, it's really the opposite of that it's about recognizing people's individual unique talents mm -hmm. and the way that you work with them in uh, whilst yeah. they're at work or as a manager is to actually draw out those unique uh, skills talents uh, who, who that person is because uh, in, in a workplace if you only have all people that, that that look the same, who are the same, you're going to really stifle creativity. And, and businesses are recognising that now. Like having a more diverse workforce actually leads to uh, greater uh, performance and profitability. And um, I've got a question for you. Go on. On that I ask all my guests. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you you you're an avid listener of this podcast, I'm a, I'm a aren't you? Of, you know that. <laughs> Darn, I like to I like to just spring it on people because you listen avidly. <laughs> you know what it is. If you could meet teenage Chris now, what would he be proud of that you've achieved? And what would he wish that you had done differently? Yeah, so I think what teenage me would be most proud of is the fact that I have created my own business and I've created a life for myself, which works really well for me. So taking mm. all the learnings that I've had throughout, throughout my career, I've, I've always moved forward and I've not been, I've been fearless and I've, 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 I've not sort of let myself get pigeoned into different situa situations and I've you know, felt open to make changes and create a life for me that I want. So mm -hmm. working for myself enables me to do that and yeah. doing a, a job that I really love helping people is, is, is what i realize that uh, motivates me the most over anything else when it comes to work and i've managed to create um, a career and a lifestyle that goes with that um, mm -hmm. so i think that that's what he would be most proud of mm. yeah uh, you're in control of your own life it really does feel yeah. like that yeah and it's really empowering to feel like i act like i am in control of my life because not, yes. not everyone can feel like that and also i've not always felt like that in, in all different uh, different times in my life mm. Yeah. And what would he think you should have done differently? Yeah, I suppose it would be, uh, could I have got there sooner? That's probably right. what, what it would have been. So yeah. uh, I got to my, my, my late 30s uh, when, I, when I made the changes to, to do what I do now. But uh, I suppose, you know, also thinking about that, it's all the different experiences that I've had in life that have, have led me to, to where I am now. But yeah, if I could have done this sooner and, and, and be as happy and fulfilled as I feel right now, say by my late twenties or early thirties, that mm. would have been great. But uh, I don't, I don't have regrets. I don't, I don't think regrets are worthwhile, you know. But recognizing that, yeah, it would have been nice to maybe get here a bit sooner. Yeah, yeah. But it's all character building along the way, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's all an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and how, if if anybody listening would like to get in touch with you and talk about possibility of working with you how would they do that yeah so the the, the best place to, to go is to to my website which is um, lifecompletecoaching.com 
And if you look on the homepage there, you can click to uh, book a free 30 minute consultation with me, uh, where I'll just have a, a chat with you to, to, to work through where you're at in your career, or it could be something apart from career. I work on, with people in other areas as well. And then I, I'll then work through with you how I would be able to help you. And then you can take mm -hmm. it from there. So that's a good place. Uh, and also you could check out my, my Facebook page. Also, if you type in Chris Cooper, Life Complete Coaching into Facebook, you'll, you'll find my Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. Brilliant. I'll put links in the show notes as well. And that's fantastic. So a, th a 30 minute free discovery consultation. Yeah, wow. Cool that's a brilliant topic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'll make sure those links go in the show notes. And it just remains for me to say thank you, Chris, for being such a lovely guest. And I hope to see you soon. Great. Thanks, Marsha. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I hope you can benefit from Chris's advice there. And if you are at any kind of entrepreneurial or career crossroads as you approach retirement, don't forget to check out the link to Chris's free 30-minute discovery call. I've put it in the show notes. And also, don't forget to check out the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus journal website. That's also in the show notes. Before I sign off, here's the second of today's life hacks. And I'll see you next week. another handy life hack. Have you ever driven a new car or a car that's new to you and not had the slightest clue which side should be next to the petrol pump when you go to refill? Well, did you know that on your dashboard, somewhere near the fuel gauge, there is a little arrow and it's pointing either to the left or to the right and that indicates which side of the car the fuel cap is on. Didn't know it? No, neither did I. Handy to know. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms. So please keep listening. There are links below in the show notes. And you can also follow me on Facebook. The page name is Marsha at Gurgle It, which is M-A-R-C-H-I-A at A-T, Gurgle It, G-U-R-G-L-E-I-T. Or you can have a look at the website, gurgleit.com. There are links below to the website and to the workshops and the journal. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at or leave a voice message on here with details of your topic. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Oh, P.S. Can you do a P.S. on here? Well, I've done it anyway. Don't forget to send in any hints and tips, life hacks that you want to share with us. Just record your voice message at www.anchor.fm forward slash ddl50 forward slash messages. I still can't say it. See you soon.